another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, May, <laughs> gosh, what is it? It is May the 23rd, I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, my friends, wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, one, I hope you know the date better than I do. But uh, even more importantly, I just hope you are open and accepting and and just walking in the grace and love and, and goodness of our God today. Uh, it is good that you and I are together uh, because that means we are opening up uh, God's word together. Hey, listen, it's a Monday. We're going to start another week. Lots of good opportunities lie in front of us. Uh, lots of challenges lie in front of us. And just remember this, God walks with us in the midst of all those. Uh, we may not be able to see God's presence. We may not be even able to feel God's presence. None of that. None of that changes the uh, truth that God walks with us, especially in the midst of the challenges, right? You know, in the midst of uh, many of the patients that I get to sit and visit with, in the midst of very troubling times, I remind them of that line from Psalm 23, right? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, or as another translation, though I walk through the dark valley, uh, I fear no evil. For you, Lord, are with me with your rod and your staff. They keep me, uh, give me courage, give me hope, give me comfort. Um, God's right there, my friends. He's right here. Uh, very important. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, and uh, and again, that that you were just able to, to be among loved ones or rest uh, or refocus. And that's what our gospel helps to do for us today. We are going to finish out John's 15th chapter today and move into John 16. Again, forgive the, the repetitive nature. We're in the middle of John's Last Supper discourse. Takes up five chapters, 13 through 17. And I am certain that's where we'll be the rest of this week, probably into next week. We're going to hear a few things that, um, and there's a reason, by the way, that they've uh, chosen this for this time as we get closer to Pentecost. And you're going to hear part of that reason today. So normally, brothers and sisters, this would be the week where Thursday, Thursday's 40 days out of Easter already, uh, that we would be celebrating the Ascension. Now I'm talking about that in past tense, would have been. Uh, most dioceses in the United States have moved that feast day to a Sunday. So I will save that for Sunday. Um, and then uh, Pentecost, of course, is two weeks away. So though these next two weeks, we are on the downward spiral now. Downward's probably not the right, uh, the right word choice for that because Easter is anything but downward. Uh, but we are on the home stretch, how about we put it that way, of the Easter season. So again, let's continue to praise God for that gift of resurrection, that gift of new life. It is the greatest thing. Uh, it is really the only thing. It is the thing we stand upon especially in the midst of whatever challenges come our way, that we know that we will not stay there because new life awaits. Uh, okay, let's uh, dive into the gospel. Uh, as I mentioned, John 15, we're going to go verse 26, and then we're going to go into John 16. So the whole reading will be John 15, verses 26, all the way to John 16, verse 4a. So just the first line in verse or uh, chapter 16, verse 4. So let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. 
Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this, so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think they are offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's a tough reading. It's got beauty in it. It's got wonderful things in it. But it also names a reality. Let's start at the beginning. Jesus said to his disciples, so he's talking to you and I, talking to the group. When the advocate comes whom I will send you from the Father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, the advocate will testify to me. And you also testify because you have known me from the beginning. So really, that's the first Part, part one, talks about the advocate. Now, of course, Jesus is pointing to the Holy Spirit. We know that. We know that in hindsight. Whether they realized and understood at the time, I suspect they were clueless. I suspect most of the time I'm clueless. So I am not casting any stones their direction. Um, I love this one. It's, it's incredibly hopeful. When I was uh, preparing for this pod today, I saw that what Jesus calls the Holy Spirit. In this translation, he calls the Spirit the Advocate. Another translation I saw, Jesus called the Holy Spirit the Helper. And in the third translation, it was Eugene Peterson's, because I always look at his too to see if I want to use that one. Uh, He translated it, meaning Peterson, translated it friend. When the Advocate comes, when the Helper comes, when the friend comes, all three very different things, but all three true in, and, and, and they're not limited to those three, by the way, but, but in the action of the Holy Spirit. Let's, let's explore that. The friend, that's an, an obvious one, right? We just talked about that last Friday in the uh, gospel that we read when Jesus said, you, no one has greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves. Because a slave doesn't know what their master is doing. I have called you friends. And so Jesus is saying on on that one hand, you know what? This same friendship that you and I have, you are going to have with the Spirit. This Spirit, he, she. Jesus says he here. In the Old Testament, they used she, the the feminine. Uh, Sophia, the pronoun, uh, it was the wisdom. um, That this Spirit uh, will befriend you. It is, it is not uh, uh, something that is going to be oppositional. The Spirit is my Spirit. And if I am your friend, the Spirit is, is, is your friend as well. I, that's an obvious one, right? Helper, that we are not left alone. We've heard earlier Jesus said, I will not leave you orphans, right? I will not leave you alone. And, and referring to the advocate coming, that helper, but that we are not out here in the wilderness trying to figure out this God thing on our own. But remember that God is within us, that spark of life 
that 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 life we carry it, by no nothing we have done by the very grace and gift of God we carry God's presence within us and that this spirit um, will not leave us alone to our own devices that we have a helper always with us always with us that phone a friend thing we can do it we can phone a friend because that friend that advocate that helper is always with us and the advocate i love that idea what does an advocate do is somebody who stands for us right who publicly supports us who who will stand at our side regardless of whatever storms or or whatever we encounter um they in the midst of the community, this is not a private advocacy. This is a public advocacy. This advocate stands with and for us. And I love how this idea is, when the advocate comes, that I will send you the spirit of truth, proceeds from the Father. This advocate will testify to me, that you also will testify. I mean, this advocate testifies on behalf of God as to who God is, then therefore is helper to us to help us understand who God is uh, and, and help us understand God as friend but also we'll, we'll advocate on, on our behalf too. This advocate, capital A, is this middle person, this middle being that helps connect us to one another, God and humanity uh, and ourselves, but to each other. It connects, this, this advocate is the glue between all three, you know, God, self, others, right? The advocate is the one to bring us together. And, uh, and, stands publicly on our behalf. So this is such good news. So then it talks about testifying, right? That he, she, the advocate, will testify to me. And you also testify. Brothers and sisters, this isn't new news. We, we, we've talked about this. The, the issue isn't whether we will testify or not. The issue is how we testify, Right? The issue is how we testify. And, and that's the beautiful thing. You, brother and sister, you, my friends, you, my children, you, my family, you may testify very differently than I do. In fact, I suspect you will. And truth be told, I hope you will. Because you have been given unique gifts, given only to you. And somehow we are called to testify on, on behalf of God with them. I was listening to a pod today, uh, Pete Ann's uh, Bible for Normal People, wonderful podcast. Uh, and Pete was talking in this time about, he said, you know, when the Hebrew people were uh, set free from Egypt, they weren't just set free to be free. They were set free, and this is, pointed out in the law. It's pointed out very clearly. They were set free in order to worship God, in order to serve God. So they were set free from serving Pharaoh, and they were given that freedom in order to serve God. Brothers and sisters, that's what our gifts are given for. Your unique gifts and mine are given not to serve ourselves, not simply so we can use them for whatever free reason we want. We have been given a responsibility that no longer will we serve whatever um, imprisons us with those gifts, but we are called to use those gifts to serve God. So the question isn't whether we are called to testify or not. We know that. But the question is how 
are we invited to testify? want to give you, uh, uh, now this is Mark Link. These are not my words, but I really like them. And he gives a little bit of a story. Uh, Mark Link was a Jesuit uh, who put together when I was uh, doing this research beforehand, I came across. He does little short stories for every day that kind of help me sometimes give a direction for the pods. And, uh, and this was the story for today's. A tribal chief lay dying. He summoned three of his people and said, I must select a successor. Climb our holy mountain and return with the most precious gift you can find. The first brought back a huge gold nugget. A second brought back a priceless gem. The third returned empty-handed, saying, When I reached the mountaintop, I saw on the other side a beautiful land where people could go for a better life. The chief said, You shall succeed me. You've brought back the most precious gift of all, a vision of a better tomorrow. Brothers and sisters, make no mistake, that vision that God continues to be present, that vision that God will be present even in the midst of, again, whatever struggles are going on in in a life, that vision that says God is with you through it and you're not ending up there, that that road leads somewhere. And here, let me help you understand. Let me help you see it to give you strength to walk through it. If that's the way you testify, if you help bring people a glimpse of what can be and will be on the other side of whatever it is they're going through. Brothers and sisters, you are testifying. See, here's the deal. You are testifying right now in ways that you may have no idea is even testifying. You would never call it testifying. You merely call it being kind, or you merely call it being present, or you merely call it being going to the grocery store and getting something for someone because they were on your mind. We, we throw a hundred other maybe labels on it, but brothers and sisters, we testify with who we are and how we are. And, and if somebody's world is better today because of something you said or did, <laughs> my friends, thank the advocate, thank the helper, thank the friend, because that was them acting through you. You had to say yes, and so I thank you but I thank the helper and advocate and friend for putting it on your heart. It's, it's a dance, my friend. And if and when you did it today or yesterday or will do it tomorrow, I thank you for it because you are part of that dance. It is so good. All right, I'm getting yappy. Let me finish out here. I have told you this so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think they are offering worship to God. Two things within this, and I'm going to be quiet. My friends, anybody who thinks, and I know you don't, but I think at times we do. You know, I, I, I stopped believing in God because I, I'm going through a difficult... Th- no, we don't say it like that. I stopped believing in God because how can a God who loves us allow this to happen in the world or this to happen to me? Let me make it very clear to you, brothers and sisters. Being a follower of Jesus Christ doesn't mean that we won't have difficulties in our lives. Being a follower of Jesus Christ doesn't mean that we will not feel alone. We will not feel empty and despondent and melancholy and depressed. It simply means our God is present in the midst and we keep walking through and others will feel the same way. Being a follower of Jesus Christ doesn't mean 
that we are on the road to happiness all the time and our God owes us anything. God doesn't. But God, well, praise be to God, that God chooses to be with us in the midst of it. And that's why Jesus keeps saying, I'm telling you this ahead of time. I'm telling you this ahead of time. So when you hit these bad times, just know you are not alone. The helper, the friend, the advocate is there. True for us too. He's telling us ahead of time. Okay? And you remind me, by the way. You remind me because I'm going to need it too at those times. That's why we need each other. You become the face of God for me. And I'm grateful for that. And hopefully I can be for you too. But here's part two of this part that I just want to throw out there for us to ponder. You know, in fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think they're offering worship to God. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, yeah, we're not going to kill anybody uh, for uh, honoring and, and, or, or, or doing something we think is offensive to God. We're not going to say, you know, let's say we meet somebody who uh, is living a lifestyle or acting in a way that we think is not of God, that we think, by the way, that's key words here. I'm going to put that in quotation marks. Um, and, uh, and we think we're doing a service to God by, by doing so. And what God is, is implying here, he's pointing to it, is that has nothing to do with God. Brothers and sisters, violence on, in the name of God, it has nothing to do with God. It has, has all, all to do with ourselves. Maybe our ego, to think we're, we're doing something on behalf of God. Maybe our own um, you know, self-righteousness uh, that, uh, that, that gets in the way of God. But let me tell you, any, let me remind you, again, because I, I know you already know this, but let me remind, remind you, any violence done to other friends, brothers and sisters, family members, uh, children of God on this earth, in whatever, of whatever faith, whatever gender, whatever uh, profession, whatever lifestyle, whatever race, color, religion, anything, any violence that we do, and not just physical violence, emotional, mental, spiritual, if we attempt any type of violence that severs them from God, from themselves and how they have been made, or from one another, we become the person here who in self-righteousness thinks we're doing an act for God when it is actually undermining God's very being. I think it's important that we realize this. I have told you this so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think they're offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known me. All we have to do, my friends, is stay close to Christ because Christ is close to God. And the advocate, the helper, will guide us. Violence done to anyone in God's name is not done in and of and from God, and certainly not for. Let's just carry that with us in the midst of whatever is happening with us today. Okay? Let's pray, my friends. And so we begin, as we begin all things, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first joyful mystery the Annunciation. God gives the plan. And Mary says yes. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful week. I hope it is, uh, I hope it is one where you walk well and at least know that, uh, that you not only walk with God, but that God walks with you. Be well and God's peace.